Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McGeady. And this week, we are talking about the one, the only, Colin Farrell. We've put him in our polls for like three months in a row wanting to do an episode on him. So we just decided to do an episode on him, even though he kept coming in second. Yeah, like you guys clearly want it. You just don't know when you want it. So we're just going to give it to you. And then whenever you feel like listening to it, you can. So Troy, I know your Colin Farrell thoughts, but people who aren't familiar, I would love for you to tell them how you feel about Colin. Well, okay. So I won't just directly jump into the, the sex tape just to try not be as cliche as possible. I will say, I was actually thinking about this last night in preparation for uh, recording this. And I re- forgot that like, If you are of a certain age, like we did kind of live through like a Colin, I don't know what you would call it, like Colin mania. Like he was really, really, really famous and he was a huge deal. And he was like somebody that everybody, he was one of those guys, like the rare, like hunk who can actually act and is like really good looking. He had all the makings to be like the biggest star ever. And I just remember everybody going absolutely fucking bananas over him in like 2002, 2003, like his renaissance era. And that sex tape happened. And I still, my friends and I still say, my friend Katie and I literally like occasionally will put it on the HDMI and just fucking put it on the TV. It is the best celebrity sex tape of all time. It is incredible. Gave me a whole new respect for Mr. Colin Farrell. But then his career took this weird turn where he, like, was no longer really talked about a lot. Like, for a while. I feel like it was a long time that we, like, didn't really hear anything about Colin Farrell, just in comparison to how famous he was. But I've always liked Colin Farrell. I've always liked him. What about you? Yeah, so during Colin Mania is probably when I first started getting into pop culture more than just, like, the J-14s magazines. (laughs) 
And I remember I had posters of him all over my wall. He was my first introduction of what a bad boy was. And for me, he's very blueprint bad boy. Like when I was watching The Hills, Justin Bobby is a cheap Colin Farrell. Yeah. So pretty much every bad boy I compare to him. But yeah, huge crush on him. And I liked he he has a gay brother and he's always really stuck up for like the LGBTQ community. And mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool because he was doing that like early 2000s when people weren't. Yeah. And I could be totally wrong, but I really feel like he's just kind of like, what you see is what you get with me. And I'm not going to play the Hollywood game as much as you want me to. Whereas like Jude Law, I I compare their manias very similar. Jude Law was like, I'm all in. And Colin Farrow was like, if you want to catch me shirtless, smoking a cigarette off a balcony, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did have like, he was like a new generation bad boy. It Mm -hmm. was like, oh, Colin Farrell has entered the chat and he has a leather jacket thrown over his shoulder kind of thing, you know, like he just showed up and all of a sudden everybody wanted to fuck him. And like I said, on top of it, he's a very fucking good actor. And during his heyday, when he was really making like big, huge, giant movies back to back, like he's so talented. And I'm glad he's back making good movies. Because for a while, he was what, like Bullseye and Daredevil? And he was in that phone booth movie? Phone booth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, phone booth, the phone booth movie. Yes. So I'm glad he's getting good roles because he does deserve them. I agree. Now, of course, we're going to read a bunch of shit that is like terrifying and horrific. So I did pull the blinds and there were zero blinds about Colin and Brittany. So I just wanted to give that a moment before we dive into it, because for me, I was obsessed with, I still think about that night and like hearing her book and the fact she wrote, like it was basically just sex for two weeks straight makes me love it even more. Cause it it sounds like they just fucked. Like he wasn't the worst guy in the world, but Mm -hmm. she knew what she wanted with him. Yeah. It felt like it was like at the moment what she needed It was just, like, some very unapologetic, no-strings-attached, like, fun with somebody who was, like, very uninhibited. And during a time when she was, like, looking to try and become uninhibited, you know? So it just felt like a really, I don't know, there's just something about it that always felt, like, okay. Like, it never creeped me out, it never scared me, it never made me angry, it never, like, you know, so many men in her life like make us they give us a bad reaction but Colin I never felt that I just always felt like it was fun and it also led to like one of my all-time favorite Britney Spears songs Don't Hang Up which she wrote about having phone sex with Colin and it's like such a great song so I just have really positive memories of that time as if I I was there (laughs) I have positive memories of Britney's escapades with Colin Farrell Well, you saying that makes me feel a lot better for my love of their little tryst. Yeah. (laughs) And those pictures of them making out are so hot. Like the ones from like, you know, behind wherever they were, like trying to be secret. Like they are tongue fucking. It's hot. As you said about Timothy Chalamet, they were making out in Braille. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. So all of those were opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And we start in 2002. And this blind item is from Movie Line. 
It was a smart move for that older megastar to agree to share the screen with that much younger and hotter actor in that big action flick. What wasn't smart, though, is that the old coot was too lazy to meet face-to-face with the whippersnapper before he signed on the dotted line. When the two finally made contact in rehearsals, the vet was blown away by the young hunk's height. He was a foot taller than he had expected. That's why there are no full-body shots of the two stars in the whole film. The vintage sex symbol wore super high platforms whenever he had a scene with his co-star. So that's allegedly Bruce Willis and Colin Farrell in Hearts War. And just so you guys know, according to Google, Colin Farrell's height is 5'10", which means he's probably like 5'8". Right, yeah, totally. But I think Bruce Willis is very tiny. I'm like on and off listening to Demi Moore's book, like always. Like I just (laughs) haven't finished it, but it's just so incredible. I don't want it to end. But I just got to the point in the book where she's like, she's dating Ashton and Ashton is doing a movie with January Jones. And she always thought that Bruce was like hooking up with her. And it's just so funny, like the cross pollination, because then it like Ashton dated her. And she said some, there was like a quote in her book where Ashton, I guess, was really insecure about January, like working with Bruce Willis. And her response to him was, you know, I don't want to fuck that old man. That is really funny. I also need to apologize to Bruce Willis. (laughs) Google says he's six foot. So that blind item just doesn't make sense. Every leading hunk action star is at least six foot tall. Unless you're like Jean-Claude Van Damme. What a throwback. (laughs) Mr. Splits. We're now in 2003 and this is also from Movie Line. This hot young hunk is cutting quite a swath through Hollywood's pack of available gullible women, showering them with phone calls, flowers, and expensive gifts. But how long will his winning streak last? After all, it's only a matter of time before these women find out that the great romancer also comes loaded with a couple of pesky sexually transmitted diseases he always fails to warn them about. I mean, don't they all in Hollywood? Don't they all? This next blind is from Pop Bitch. (laughs) Which hard-drinking young actor owes his meteoric rise to fame to a stint as the love bitch of a closet gay Oscar-winning star? The now womanizing actor was, quote, discovered while being squired around Hollywood a few years ago by Mr. Secret Gay. So that is the one and only Colin Farrell and Kevin Spacey blind, I'll tell you, like, the blinds of Colin, I really expected, it's not a bad episode, please don't hit stop now, but I expected (laughs) more, like, grit. And the fact that's the only blind about the two of them really surprised me. It's giving scrub from the internet for me. Mm, Okay. Because I used to read a lot about them back in the day. Like, I know this was one of the first Kevin Spacey things that you and I talked about was, like, his connection to Colin Farrell. And I just remember back in the day reading way more on the internet about that and it just feels like nobody, like so many of Kevin Spacey's like connections have just been erased. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I know. It's like it didn't happen, but it did happen. I, we are not crazy. We're now in 2004 and this is from the 3 a.m. girls. Actresses filming love scenes with this Hollywood hunk beware. While shooting a nude scene for his latest flick, this charmer became a tad overexcited. Our sources on the set confide, quote, the shots ended up in the cutting room floor. They never would have gotten past the UK censor. Shame. Shame on Colin Farrell for getting an erection. This next blind is also from Movie Line. 
<laughs> and the first few words don't make sense to me, but he's sexy in an offbeat kind of way. <laughs> no, Colin Farrell's just like hot. <laughs> like steaming, piping hot, like on paper. He's sexy in an offbeat way, and he's rising fast on producers' must-have lists on both sides of the pond. And although his name has been famously connected with a series of respected young actresses and music performers, he's getting a rep as a bit of a slut. (laughs) Seems that whenever he's in town shooting a new movie, he insists the studio put him up in the classy but very out-of-the-way hotel. This makes it easier for him to avail himself of the parade of slightly odd freaky girls who see him as some kind of cult icon, but he's going to have a lot of a harder time keeping things on the down low if one of his several big movies for 2005 turns him into the star some expect him to be. I love a blind that calls a man a slut. We don't get that often. (laughs) I know. Maybe we'll get lucky and there'll be a blind about his hair. (laughs) Does he wear wigs? We're now in 2005, and this is from the New York Daily News. Which actress dating L.A. Lothario likes to spread his love and his herpes? Okay, so Colin might have herpes. And then this next one is from Paul Bitch. Which Hollywood actor's unlikely attempts to seduce an older co-star may be the result of a recent appetite for crystal meth? I mean... (laughs) Hasn't he been pretty open, though, about his, like, drug use? Like, he's, like, doesn't really shy away from talking about it. No, and now he's very open about being clean and, like, eating clean and just living a healthier lifestyle in general. Yeah. This next blind is from page six. Which teen terror has herpes? The starlet was diagnosed with the, quote, social disease recently after fooling around with several high-profile studs who might have it now, too. I'm going to guess that, like, these guys, like Bruce Willis, Colin Farrell, or Christian Slater, probably had herpes before Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Yeah, I would assume. I would assume. They've got got the upper hand on Lindsay for sure. (laughs) This blind is from the 3 a.m. girls. What green-eyed actor has got himself into trouble again over his Guinness addiction? What an Irish blind, green eyes and a Guinness mention? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Not a Guinness addiction. Oh my God. Just say alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And this is from Movie Line. Looks like that up-and-coming movie star Hunk went and got himself banished from several of the classiest spas on both coasts. High-end establishments are accustomed to dealing with all sorts of ridiculous and outrageous behavior, but this guy pushes the limit even for a celebrity. It was bad enough that the hygiene challenge dude kept turning up smelling so bad that no one wanted to go anywhere near him, let alone apply scented body oils to his gym-phobic body. (laughs) Okay, but it was crazier still how he shocked the professional male and female staff members by expecting, even demanding, his very own happy ending with every session as if they were workers at a cheesy massage parlor. The dirtier he looks, I think the hotter he looks. So I don't know what to say. I know. It's like, obviously in my head, I'm thinking, God, if if only Colin Farrell would demand a happy ending from me, I'd be like, okay, I'd have to pretend not to want to do it for a couple minutes. You'd be like, no, thank you. (laughs) It's illegal as I'm locking the door. (laughs) 
We're now in 2007, and this next blind is from crazydaysandnights.net. N.T. Lawyer wrote a lot of the blinds that we're going to read ahead of time, so many so that we're just going to say, if we don't say it's not from N.T. Lawyer, then it's from him, if that makes sense. And we also just want to say quickly, we see everything that's on Reddit. We're not really allowed to comment on it at the moment, but we believe victims, and we just want to leave it at that. Very much that. This A-list actor recently had his movie delayed. It was allegedly so he could take some time off for exhaustion because he was working so hard. In actuality, though, his herpes was flaring up and he kept getting cold sores. Makeup just made the problem worse and it was going to be too expensive to digitally remove the sores from each frame of the film. Even worse, his co-star definitely did not want to kiss our actor and insisted something to be done. Time was the cure, but the co-star still did not want to kiss our actor. Seems odd for a couple playing husband and wife not to kiss, which is why parts of the film are being reshot. I didn't even think of that, like kissing on set and someone has a, a sore. I know, I didn't think about that either. I don't know how I've never thought about that <laughs> when all we talk about is herpes. At a thing last week, AP was in the bathroom and a C-list actress starts talking about what she had done the night before. It turns out she was hanging out with this definitely not ugly A-list film actor as far as name recognition, but in reality B-list because he needs a strong cast to open well. He is heroic though. Anyway, the two of them were enjoying some adult activities and she started to move down and do something with her mouth. When he practically screamed, no, in all her many expressions, she had never got that type of reaction and so decided to take a much closer look at the member in question a raging case of warts. <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad that she puked right then and there and got out of the bed and the room like lightning. It says, hint, the actor has not been married since the blind, but has had a lot of unprotected sex, judging by his progeny being born. He is still really close to A-list and he is form born. His condition might be the reason he rarely has long-term relationships and seems to be on and off. So that is Colin Farrell and Carmen Electra. Oh my God. Like, okay. <laughs> I would pay to watch that sex tape. Yeah, I would too. We should do a Carmen Electra episode. I know. I was always mo way more into Carmen Electra than Pamela Anderson. Real? Oh yeah, we should do, that's, we got to do that then. That's yeah. <laughs> This celebutant with prolific sperm has been trying to hide his relationship with this D-list actress because her former boyfriend, a B-list film star with A-list name recognition, has threatened to kick the crap out of the celebutant if he sees him with his ex. The celeb acts tough, but is scared out of his mind. And that's Colin Farrell threatening to beat up Kevin Federline, who was dating Nicole Narain at the time. Yeah, and Nicole is who the sex tape is with. Yes. She's gorgeous. This is a Ted Casablanca blind. One hell phone blind vice. Bravada Boom Cox is quite famous, but not always exactly beloved. Even though he's a macho, gifted, award-showered, multi-talented performer, he's not really known for his private cool. Indeed, BBC was out here on the coast having flown... <laughs> I can't just like say BBC casually. Having flown in for a project he's doing as well as a charity gig he was asked to participate in. Reason being, the charity's contributing buku bucks to B's latest pro undertaking. He was sort of forced into it actually. The organizer of said project had been in direct contact, no rep go-between, with Bravado. 
a line of communication Mr. Boomcock sometimes chooses, as he detests pretense intensely. But Boomy Baby now regrets that decision, big time. See, Bravado isn't exactly known for dressing, how shall we say, chicly? BBC rarely wears anything even approaching couture. For this reason, the organizer gave the charity event's handler Boomcock's private cell number, which the handler blithely called Pronto. Quote, even though things are more casual out here, the charitable worker B blathered on, once Bravado answered, you really shouldn't be dressing like you're going to somebody's barbecue or something like that. Bravado's polite response, fuck you, lady, he bellowed and promptly hung up. Then B dialed brow, slightly sweating with anger, called up the guy who had given out his number in the first place. How dare you? If you ever give out my number again, BBC fumed, I will see to it that you get me a new phone and call every one of my contacts and give them the number, you fucking bastard. BBC wasn't done. Quote, and for punishment tonight, when I show up, I will be taking no pictures whatsoever, not with anybody, no matter how much money they donated. So you can learn your lesson and never do this again to me, you fucking jerk. The poor man, no doubt, holding his phone far away from his eardrums, begged BBC to reconsider, but he did not. And you thought Ireland Baldwin was the only put, <laughs> put upon Sealy caller in town. Think again. And it ain't Sean Penn or Billy Bob Thornton. It is Colin Farrell. I can't lie. I have no idea what you just read. I have no idea what Ted Casablanca just said to me. <laughs> so what I believe I just read is that they all agreed that he looks like shit on the red carpet all the time and that he's bad at dressing. So they tried to reach out to him and tell him that he needs to dress better. And he screamed at everybody involved and refused to take photos. I kind of respect that. Yeah, I do too. It's like, yeah, I stink and I'm not going to dress well. And on the right day, I might have bumps on my member as <laughs> I lovingly referred to it. <laughs> hmm. We're now in 2008 and this is a Perez Hilton blind. We don't get many of those. What bad boy actor who spent some time in rehab not too long ago was openly doing cocaine in the backseat of his chauffeur driver car while in Sundance for the film festival? Get over your vice and shower and trim your pubes. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> is it well known that Colin Farrell is a stinky, stinky man? Apparently, my God. This is from Blind Gossip. Three patients for the clinic. Which well-known actor has at least two female celebrities running to the clinic? This male actor is of the scruffy, attractive variety. He also has a reputation for being wild both in and out of the sack and has bedded quite a few celebrities. Unfortunately for all involved, he also has a dangerous STD and favors unprotected sex. A very famous blonde celebrity and a perpetually troubled black rapper are among those who are now terrified for their health. So that is Colin allegedly giving Brittany and Eve the bumps that we have referred to as herpes on this podcast 88,000 times. We're now in 2009 and this blind is from Holy Moly. Amol writes, my boyfriend and I were seated across from mystery Irish actor on an LA to London flight in May 2008 on Virgin, and it was an absolute nightmare. He was off his face, whether from artificial substances or straight mental illness, it's hard to say, but he did storm to the bathroom approximately every five minutes. He was incredibly thin, pale, and at one point got very clammy and started hyperventilating. He repeatedly said, for fuck's sake, to himself loudly through the 11 
seven hour flight and then at one point started punching himself in the face. When the flight was near to landing, he unzipped his Galliani hoodie to reveal a t-shirt that he had ripped open all the way down the front. The whole thing was made even more awkward and uncomfortable because of the way the pod and the first class cabins face each other and the fact the cabin crew did absolutely nothing while the rest of us had our flight ruined. Would feel sorry for him because he was just so obviously not right, but this was a one-off treat for us upgrade to a plush seat and we paid for it. So as far as I'm concerned, mystery Irish actor owes us $8,000. These are all so silly and random. The idea of doing cocaine on a plane stresses me out. Like, I need, like, an edible and a nice relaxing moment. I can't be, like, feeling like I'm in a fucking club. Yeah, like, what is the point of wanting to be coked out of your mind on a plane where you literally can't move? You're not going to get there faster. (laughs) Right. Like, it's just going to be more agonizing. That makes no sense to me. But I guess when you're, like, a real, like, fucking cokehead, you just need it whenever the, you know, whenever the time strikes. This is from Buzz Photo. He's off the wagon again. It's so sad. We thought that this time was for keeps, but one of our spies said that they saw him drinking vodka and snorting up in the bathroom of a club in LA. This weekend, along with one of WeHo's well-known dealers to the stars, and it's not Robert Downey Jr. This next line is from Michael Musto. Which supposedly cleaned up star was spotted at a hot West Village restaurant going to the bathroom about every five minutes to take care of business? Anyone buying the weak bladder excuse? No, Michael, we're not. Is anyone shocked that Colin Farrell's doing coke in the bathroom? <laughs> oh I'd be God. more shocked if Colin just like sat there quietly and didn't right. like get up at all. <laughs> I would be nervous until he got up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'd be on edge. This is also from Buzz Photo. About five years ago, this star was in rehab. About five years ago, this star hooked up with someone in rehab. This person is now claiming to lawyers that their child's daddy is the supposedly sober star. We wonder why the woman would wait this long to reunite her long lost family. No more information on this, but we're sure a little internet search can give you a proper timeline. And it's not Robert Downey Jr. It's funny how aligned their lines are. Mm-hmm. We're now in 2010, and this is another Buzz photo. Also, a lot of Jonathan Reese Myers or Colin Farrell blinds coming up. Like, it could be either of them. Makes sense. So again, 2010 Buzz photo. This B-list actor who's going to star in a movie that already has Oscar buzz is terrified that his brother's penchant for underage play is going to come to light and ruin his own chances at success. He sent his brother on a year-long echo vacation to Central America in hopes of keeping his bad behavior out of the way. And it says that's either Colin Farrell or Colin Firth. And all I could think of was the King's speech. That was probably 2010, so probably Colin Firth, if the blind is true. And now we are in 2011, and this is again from Buzz Photo. This very handsome British actor with a reputation with the ladies has a little problem with his equipment. Let me guess, herpes? One thing's for sure, he can't be accused of not using it often, just not in the ways that you would think. He has prostitutes, which among other things, has him running to the bathroom so much his former co-stars thought he had a drug problem. Okay. Well, let's just say that Colin Farrell is not British, so... Yeah. And like, oh my God, I've never seen someone's penis be so talked about. Like, good Lord. I mean, it makes sense. It does. We're now in 2012. 
which hunky Irish actor who supposedly clean and sober was spotted boozing it up at Cirque du Soleil performance in LA. The star stumbled into the men's room and swayed back and forth as he tried to relieve himself. So that's either Jonathan Reese Myers or Colin Farrell. Let me help you, Colin. So what happens when a former A-list all-movie actor and now a B-minus-list all-movie actor who thinks he has other talents but really doesn't gets a little booze in him followed by more booze followed by even more booze? He starts talking about the time he sat down with his former flame who was an A-list movie actress. They also got a little boozy followed by more booze and they started talking about old times. Not their own old times, but she started talking about how her current man in her life almost didn't get to be the current man in her life and that she actually was into someone way more. It had happened about a year before she met her current man. She was into this foreign-born actor who she said took her breath away. She was actually way more into him than vice versa, which never happens. He was a drinker and a partier, which she found fun and exciting. Plus, he had some danger in him, and she loves danger. She loved that he was always on edge. Plus, she thought he was a really great actor and could respect him. He was the whole package. This was who she wanted to have a bunch of kids with. They hooked up while filming a movie, but the problem was she could not get him to commit to her. He was off screwing everyone and anyone. He was everywhere and no matter how much she tried and no matter how good her acting skills were, she just could not get much more out of him than some weekly sex when he could not find anyone away from the set to have sex with. She sent him gifts and tapes of herself. She sent him photos and would call and leave him dirty voicemails. Nothing worked. When the movie ended, so did the relationship. When they did press for the movie, she tried again, but he didn't even really acknowledge her. It was about the same time that she met her current guy and she always felt like she was settling. He was definitely not her first choice. This is very interesting. So the actor, of course, being Colin, the actress being Angelina, and the man that she settled for being Brad, obviously, and that was on the set of Alexander. I could see, like, there's there's no world where Angelina Jolie and Colin Farrell can be acting together, and, like, she's not going to try and, like, fuck him. And I remember that was a big thing because Alexander came out right around the same time as Troy did the Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt movie. And everyone was shitting on Alexander for being a terrible movie because it was, but also being like Angelina Jolie is supposed to be playing Colin Farrell's mom. And it's very clear that like she wants to fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like from what we've read about Angelina, there's just no way. Like there's absolutely no way that she wouldn't be like, I'm going to get you. And that couple would be a very attractive like honestly what if I wish we missed out on something that could have been really special (laughs) I know that would have been really hot too we're now in 2013 this had the chance to be a full-blown love story if it was a movie the good guy would have won unfortunately it's real life and that sometimes gets in the way of happy endings not the happy endings of massage parlors but happy endings like we enjoy in the movies Give a test audience a movie that doesn't have a happy ending and it better be something magical or they're going to force you to change it. Anyway, these two were meant for each other. She's a foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress and he's a foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor. They first hooked up on the set of a movie and they never left each other. From day one through the end of filming, they slept together and ate together and worked together. Sure, he needed rehab and she'd been juggling some complicated other relationships, but it was love or lust or passion or something. Then they didn't. Being stars got in the way. 
This was not your typical set romance where the movie ended and so did the relationship. It could have had legs. It just wasn't the right time. Our actor moved on to the other booze and drugs and women and our actress moved on to other men and got herself pregnant. Well, not herself. I mean, a guy helped her get pregnant. He's very good at getting women pregnant. He's also very rich and wasn't sure how he felt about a long-term commitment. He preferred check writing and moving on to the next woman. So our actress was A-list and alone and then our A-list actor walked back into her life. Perfect timing. Instantly, there was orchestra music and choir singing and they immediately turned into some domestic couple that did everything together. This lasted a few weeks and the baby daddy saw what was going on and it made him a little jealous, a lot jealous actually. He broke things off with a supermodel and rushed to the side of our actress. He threw money and jewels at her and tried to woo her. Nothing could shake her away from the actor. Then our baby daddy did something very sneaky. He got the actor to start drinking again. Once the actor started drinking again, he crashed hard and partied hard and the domestic bliss was gone and was replaced with absence and drunken fights and lots of screaming. Our actress is a good screamer too. The next thing you know, the actor was gone forever and the baby daddy firmly implanted himself in the life of the actress. He also still has sex with models, but that is a blind for another day. So all that to say, Selma Hayek and Colin Farrell could have been a great, great love if the check writing guy, Francois Henry Penault, never like came back into the mix. Wow, God, the potential. He's had so many potential, like high profile relationships. But it's interesting though, because if you think about it, he's never really had one of those like golden couple, red carpet, like relationships, which I've never really thought about. I guess he just hasn't had to. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, it's like, and it adds to his image of being like, you know, the player and the bad boy and like the guy that like hooks up with people and like gets around. He never had like a Brad Pitt, Angelina, or Brad Pitt and like Jennifer Aniston moment or anything like that. No, I think the closest was Britney. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I just have to drop my favorite fact about Selma Hayek because she has a pet owl that sleeps with her at night. And I just think that's really fucking weird and cool. Yes. And also speaking of Selma Hayek, if you guys have not watched this, the most recent season of Black Mirror, watch it now because it hits different even like a few months later because it's about Netflix stealing people's identities and it just hits so different after the strike. You know what? I'm really going to watch it. You finally convinced me. I'm like, I have nothing to do for the rest of the week. I'm going to watch that and I will report back next week. I promise. Please do. Now would be a good time to let you know that this episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Step into a world of nonstop action with DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code BLINDS and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code BLINDS. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casinos at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer. Minimum is a $5 deposit. Max match $100 casino credits, which requires one times play within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions may apply. I would also like to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by Fume. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, and there's a better way to break your habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or some crazy hypnosis. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural delicious flavors. You get it, instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. First of all, I am in Las Vegas right now. And if you know anything about Las Vegas, you know that you can smoke inside casinos. And it's like very wild. As a millennial who grew up in the 90s, it's crazy to be in the smoker section of any building at this point in 2023. And I brought my fume with me to Las Vegas. And not only was it helping with me being able to like have the hand to mouth thing, I didn't feel like I was left out. I also love that you can fidget with it. And I'm a fidgeter. I'm always picking at my nails or like picking at something. And I have social anxiety, especially in a place like a Las Vegas casino. So I was spinning that thing all night long. It makes like a twisting sound and it's nice and heavy. So you really feel like you're like fidgeting with something substantial. It's a good fidgeter. The girls that get it, get it. Stopping is something that we all put effort into because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason that that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup with destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code BLINDS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume.com and use code BLINDS to save an additional 10% off your order today. This episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp. For me, when it comes to the holiday season, it's always tough, right? You have to be around a lot of family. You may be reminded about things. Holidays are just tough for a lot of people. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. For me, I love therapy. I think all of my friends should be in therapy. I think all of my family should be in therapy. And if you're not in therapy, you should be in therapy. It helps you learn how to cope. It helps you learn how to work through your feelings so you don't just react to them. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash blinds today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash blinds. And we- Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We pick up in 2015. The crew on this show are talking about someone. Not the foreign-born former A-list mostly movie actor who was one of the stars. Nope. They are talking about a family member of his who keeps other women away from him. And then the family member latches on to the actor like she is his girlfriend. It's creepy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So this is on the set of True Detective. Colin and his sister Claudine. (laughs) Colin and Claudine are up to something on the search for detective. We just want to remind you guys, all blinds are alleged and not written by us. We give blind item commentary. We don't write blind items. Yes. And we have no interest in writing blind items, by the way. I could never imagine writing this. I feel like I might have fun with some of them. I actually, I do get that, but I think I'd have too much fun with people that I don't like. And it would be really, it it would turn dark. It would turn dark quick. And I think I would give clues that weren't clues that people would think of. And I'd be like, right. no, it was so obvious. And people would be like, Kelly, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it would be hard. I mean, I, you know how bad I am at figuring out the riddles. I can imagine writing one. <laughs> this married, foreign-born, B-list, mostly movie actress is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. She has not seen her actor husband in months. 
So I guess I don't blame her for hooking up with this foreign-born, former A-list, mostly movie actor who's probably B-plus at this point, but is still good-looking. And that's Rachel Weiss and Colin Farrell. And of course, Rachel's being married to Daniel Craig. We have a kindness blind. Yay! This foreign-born former A-list mostly movie actor has bounced around in his listing for the past decade. Still, he has A-plus name recognition, but it's not getting the roles or the billing that he used to. A great guy who was still really good-looking, he posed for some fans while dining out the other night. He then surprised the table by paying for their dinner and hooking them up with a bottle of champagne. That's nice. That is nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when we read Kindness Blinds, like, in my mind, I'm always like, how nice is this actually going to be? Because sometimes it's like, this person went to a hospital and like strummed a guitar to an entire children's ward. Or it's like, they bought somebody a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I want to know from listeners, would you actually like a kindness blind episode? Because people say they want it, but I don't think they truly want it. I agree. <laughs> I, I think that a lot of people do say that they want it. But we could do a grab bag of, of kind blinds. We could if you wanted to hear it. I just think people like the smut too much. <laughs> I do too. I think they would get bored quick. This is from 2016. This Irish actor used to be A-list. Now he's B-plus-list with a lot of name recognition. He got a woman pregnant and has been threatening her family and the woman that she better get an abortion. Apparently she and her family won't back down despite the increasing threats. Eek. For the second consecutive year, an actor at this film festival was barely coherent while talking about their movie because they were stoned out of their mind. This year, it was an A-list, mostly movie actor who got robbed of an Academy Award nomination. Must be something in the weed out there. And that is the, well, yeah, it's the Maui Film Festival. Hello. So in 2015, it was either Adam Driver or Colin Farrell. And then in 2016, it was Michael B. Jordan or Brian Cranston. I'm going to say all of the above. They're in Maui. Right. Who isn't smoking weed in Maui? <laughs> We're now in 2017. It must be strange to go up to the room of this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor, who used to be a plus-list, to have sex with him, but first they have to meet his sister, Colin and Claudine. Claudine? What is the tea, Claudine? <laughs> <laughs> this is from The Gossip Life. 50 Cent made headlines this weekend when he admitted he had a true thing for the fantastic Helen Mirren. Well, he's not the only one, according to a source of mine. Like a detective, our source discovered this intel years ago and kept it under their hat for a rainy day. She spills that an a slash b list actor regularly lusts after older women, Mirren not excluded, and has been known to proposition a geriatric now and then on set. I find solace in knowing one day I'll be old enough for the actor. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Wouldn't want to fuck Helen Mirren. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're now in 2018 and trigger warning, we're going to be talking about suicide in this blind. The first one, 
There have been a lot of suspicious suicides of celebrities as of late, but there was a first that started this whole thing over a decade ago. A film was being made overseas and several of the actors in the movie that was supposed to be a big office hit took advantage of their position as stars with the local female population and also threw around enough cash to the local police where nothing was said or done about their activities. One of the worst offenders was an A-list mostly movie actor at the time, foreign-born and was really kicking into gear. There was another A-plus lister on the movie and a future A-minus list mostly television actor. They went after every female teen in town where they were filming. They didn't care how old or whether it was completely voluntary. One actor who didn't participate was at the time probably B-list and fading. Because he didn't participate, everyone shunned him. They made sure he knew how things worked and basically ruined what was left of his career. Down the road, when he couldn't get a break, he threatened to expose what went on, and suddenly he, quote, suicided himself. No note. So the movie being Hearts War, which was filmed in the Czech Republic, the A-list movie star Colin Farrell, the A-plus-list movie star Bruce Willis, the A-minus-list television actor Terrence Howard, and the B-list actor who killed himself, Jonathan Brandeis. But his scenes were deleted from the movie, apparently. He's like one person that really, really affected me as a kid. Like that is like, that was formative for me when he died. Because I I think that that may have been the first ever time that I like put together that child stars are like sad. I agree. I totally, completely agree with you. I was like, he, and then like finding out that he had killed himself. Like it was just such like, I learned so many things at one time with like that person. And yeah. I just loved him as a kid so much. This foreign-born former A-list mostly movie actor still is freaky when it comes to his sister. Oh, why do I keep getting these? <laughs> she likes to watch him have sex with women he hooks up with. Not girlfriends, but definitely the one-night stands. That's Miss Claudine. <laughs> just so you guys know, if you ever want to hook up with Troy, you also have to get through me and I stand in the corner of the room and just watch. <laughs> You're my Claudine. <laughs> this A-list mostly movie actor is barely A-list despite being the lead in a great one-named movie. He has a huge secret. He's hooked up with this disgraced A-list mostly movie actor who got him some of his biggest breaks. So that's either Colin Farrell and Kevin Spacey, or I thought this was interesting, Sam Worthington. Yeah, that is interesting. What happened to Sam Worthington? He was everywhere. And like, how is Kevin Spacey so good at being like the most public monster ever? But every person he's ever been tied to is like, nobody knows about it. Yeah. Crazy. What is Kevin Spacey doing, by the way? Like, where is he? He's hanging out with Elton John. (laughs) still attending the oscar party of course he's like i'm a winner i belong here (laughs) he shows up and does a monologue (laughs) we're now in 2019 this foreign-born a-minus list mostly movie actor who has been in a movie franchise is out promoting his brand new movie he is doing it with someone he says is from his team but apparently his team member sleeps in the same hotel bed he does have a significant other and this is not her Oh my God, that's him sleeping with Claudine. What is, I gotta look her up. I gotta look up him and Claude. While Troy looks that up, we jump to 2020. This foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actor, has way more than one bedroom in his place, but he and his sister continue to share just one, again, Colin and Claudine. 
the following line. As far as I know, they didn't actually have sex, but the sister of this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor is using the actor's sperm for her IVF. And there's no, like, there's no confirmation about any of that. Well, they do go to, I mean, first of all, I didn't think that she'd be so gorgeous. Secondly, they're on the red carpet together literally all the time, and they look like a couple. Now I'm looking, oh. Don't they look like a couple? Yeah. They like lean into each other a little. And there's like a lot of pictures, pop-wops of them. I know. If I was to see this picture, I would think it's his girlfriend and him leaving yoga. I'll make sure to post this specific picture in our Instagram carousel so you guys can see what we're looking at. What is going on? Uh, What's going on, Holly Weird? (laughs) We're now in 2021. This foreign-born former A-list mostly movie actor who is this close to his sister is hooking up with this married foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress. They hooked up back in the day too and are set to co-star again in a project. So that's him and Rachel Wise again for they were in The Lobster and they're doing The Love Child. So this is a four for Friday. This is an STD list. I don't think I need to like read all the clues, but this is the list that NT Lawyer put together. Remember, crazydaysandnights.net. The list being Janet Jackson, Britney Spears, Katie Holmes, Alyssa Milano, Joshua Jackson, Colin Farrell, Fred Durst, and Bill Clinton. You know what's sick? Just in that cluster, you can make a whole spider graph. Like For a sure. Big- <laughs> We could do all of Hollywood with the list of what, six names that I just read? Yeah. And guess what? Justin Timberlake is like at the core of a lot of them. I'll just say that. I just, I'm just saying that. Like, I just want to make that clear. That's crazy. (laughs) This is from Blind Gossip. This man may look scruffy, but he is actually quite famous. Perhaps you don't recognize him in this photo because he looks like he would be more comfortable in a crow's nest than on a red carpet. However, he actually has walked plenty of red carpets. We can't recall the exact number of films that he has done, but it's well over a hundred. It's true that he is known as a movie star, but he wouldn't kiss off a good TV role if it came his way. Perhaps you've seen him on the small screen. Between the movie and TV shows, he certainly has a lot of fantastic roles to his credit. If you haven't seen any of his work, you would definitely be in the minority. One final note. He has not exactly been an angel in his private life. However, he seems to have matured in the past few years and now gets more press for his work than his bad behavior. Not quite a kindness blind, but like, okay, a little nice. We're now in 2023. It's called The Date. Who knows how it'll shake out now, but this was the plan. As of January 15th, this A-list actress who has in the past directed, proposed her plan to this foreign-born A-list actor when they were dining together. She knows he has a crush on her from way back and she was happy to oblige that, if only he would do her a little favor. Until today, everyone was convinced the ex of the actress would be nominated for an Oscar. Everyone knew the foreign-born actor would be nominated too. No one knew the actor with the fake Southern accent would play spoiler much the same way the former vampire actress did last year. Anyway, our actress slash director was going to attend the show as the date of the foreign born actor and have the entire world talking about her rather than her ex and his big night. Will she still want to attend knowing that the ex is not nominated? Let me put it this way. The red carpet interviews are sure to be captivating. And that is Angelina Jolie wanting to walk the red carpet with Colin Farrell. Damn. Okay. Yeah. 
That would be incredible. Also, you know how I talked about him before. I think Vanity Fair puts it together like the actors round table before the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Watching Colin Farrell stare at Austin Butler was hysterical. When Austin <laughs> was like, I don't know, I just feel Elvis in my spirit still. The way <laughs> Colin looked at him cracked me up. And Adam Sandler, I believe, is on the same round table. The two of them were just like, what the fuck is going on? And like, how did you get here? <laughs> Right. So this is our final blind, and this is from Fashion Week. Back in the day, this winner slash nominee from last night was a Fashion Week terror. Models would see him coming and scatter like roaches when the bathroom light is turned on. When our actor was at the peak of his fame, he would attend any Fashion Week shows he could. He had already gone through most of the models and actresses that were his type in L.A. I mean... He was A-list at that point, and everyone knew who he was. He made a lot of movies that were much bigger overseas than they were in the U.S. So he would hit up Fashion Week and the models that came from outside the country. He was only interested in the Eastern European women. I say women, but let's face it. He went legal, but barely legal. He went there for the most anorexic looking of the bunch and would give them the full court press of attention. 95% of the time, it would work, and he would hook up with them. He would take them wherever he was staying and have his way with them. He would try and get them drinking because he knew from experience that they wouldn't scream as much. Okay, so we're ending very dark. Trigger warning. Our actor only liked having anal sex with the women. Rough anal sex. Most of these teens had little to no experience at sex, let alone at anal sex, and he would be brutal with them. Older models would stay away from him and would try to warn younger models, but there was too much turnover and too many shows for him to be completely stopped. I thought about this when someone said they saw him talking to a very young actress at a party. He was with his significant other, but I wonder if he was thinking of old times. So that is Colin and Kelly McNamara. And it says in parentheses, Colin Farrell's wildlife, sex tape, unable to swim, confessions, drug battles, Colin Farrell and America Ferrera support Bono. I guess, whatever. I was going to say him and America Ferrera fucked. And I was like, I, I can't handle that. It's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, I feel like yeah, like that kind of checks out. Yeah. And, you know, for this episode, I'll say we started off light rot, right? Mm-hmm. Very light. And then, yeah, Colin's rotted. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can be Colin Farrell and not be rotted. I mean, I just, I always say like the stuff that we know on the surface and the stuff that's just gossip is like truly, it's like such a grain of sand in comparison to everything else that's going on. So if that's just like the surface level stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's gotta be, ooh, it's Colin Farrell. I mean, come on. You know he stinks like cigarettes. I bet he just freaks like stale cigarettes and just like very, yeah. Cigarettes and like, like Guinness breath. Like, I bet his breath is just fucking rank. And apparently he doesn't bathe, allegedly. So like, B.O. I mean, it's just a lot. You know how I said I want actors to surprise us? Mm -hmm. Or like celebrities? I want them to shower. That would surprise us. I know what the fuck <laughs> that has to just be some kind of dominance thing where it's like I'm so hot I can smell like shit and you'll still like want to fuck me yeah it has to be because like why would you want that mm-hmm. it's so weird well that was the Colin Farrell episode everybody kind of wanted it and you got it <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening please remember we do still have tickets left for our Boston show 
hang out with us on a Monday night. There are low tickets, allegedly. So they're selling out and we want to see you there. We want to hug you. We want to swaddle you. We want to do all those things. Especially at our Boston show, because that was the first city that we performed in. So this is like a big deal for us coming back. Like we have our shit together now. We're like way better at live shows now. So even if you came to our other Boston show, it's going to be so different. You should come again. And we can't wait to see you guys. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies about the podcast. You know the whole deal. We love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.